Hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. I believe you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out your lights, and press play. We're going to do the rest. And what does the rest mean? We're going to create a safe place where you can set aside any racing thoughts. Basically how it's going to work is I'm going to distract you. I'm going to tell a story. And the story's going to meander and go on. And it's going to distract that racing part of your brain. I don't know. I had an analogy for it earlier in the day. It involved like a... I don't know. It was something good. Again, it disappeared when I needed it. But it was like... Basically, I'm going to take your, your racing thoughts, I'm going to gather them up, and I'm going to, you know, read a story to them, like it's a little story time for all that part of your brain that's going, hey, hey, what about this, what are you, know, what was, you know, all those parts of your brain, I'm going to entertain them, you just snuggle up in bed, and those parts will listen to me, go on and on, and you can listen for a little while too, but you don't got to give a pay strict attention, you know, just listen to my voice, it'll sound a little bit nice, and it'll be, you know, warming like a sun, you know, sun on a winter day. You just get enough of that sunshine to feel warm. And then you'll be warm in your bed. You're safe there. I'm not going to try to manipulate you or give you the runaround. Uh, this is just going to be a story that's going to go on and then it'll go on some more. We'll go on a little bit longer than that. There'll be like a lot of explanations, a couple of speeches probably. And then it'll end, but, you know, no major, I mean, you know, anything major will be covered in the next episode if you were going to miss it. But there won't be any, like, uh, surprises or anything like that. And if you want to listen, if you just want to be distracted, it'll be a good enough story for that. So that's why we're here. We're on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, you can get a hold of me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com you can get me on twitter at dearscooter you can get me on facebook say hi I'm so glad you're here this is a podcast you heard it right this is a podcast to put you to sleep and I, that's what I hope I do I hope I help you fall asleep tonight I want to say some thank yous I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson who does our music he's over at soundslikeanearful.com he's got a podcast I want to thank Damon D on the backup who's been doing the show notes for me. Thank you, Damon D on the backup, just like Donnie was on the backup for Marky. I want to thank Scotty, Bobati, Banana, Adam, Momati, and Jennifer who are in charge of our icons and our artwork. I want to thank, thank, thank the Lord, the Lady, Jen, the Defrenestrator, the Baroness, the General, the Divine, all everyone that helps out on this podcast, the Glittering insanity thunder from down under the silver tone and all the other you know ones that the have not been nicknamed properly thank you i want to say hi to sam and harley in australia candace and kevin for commenting on the website candace r jeremy jennifer jennifer r richard v on facebook Emails I got recently from Paul and Mary catching up. Uh, from Bonnie, the Baroness, she put, gave me a little book about the littlest prince. I'm going to read that. Thank you, Bonnie. That was a nice surprise. 
On Twitter, I want to say to Marcy, B.H. Issa, Rockstar, Deb for sending me all those sleep articles, Kyla, Rachel the Bookworm, Viva La Divi, Yvonne Cheyenne, and Catherine H. And Catherine H. has a, a blog I want you guys to check out, especially, I got to know, I got a lot of listeners in Austin, austingastronomist.com. And that's A U S T I N G A S T R O N O Mist. So that's a, a lot of sight words there. Austin's a sight word for me. Gas, Tron, Omist.com. That's uh, AustinGastronomist.com. Oh, I've been noticing a lot of cider related stuff on there. So, oh boy. Uh, one day I'm going to make a trek back to upstate New York and get my hands on some Beacon Skiff cider and go crazy. But it's, it's NA cider, so don't worry, it won't be a slip. But it's so, I love uh, real apple cider. Hopefully, let me know, Catherine, if uh, down there in Austin you guys got actual, legit, non-grocery store cider. Uh, that, you know, it sounds like you do. So that's, uh, yeah. And I want to, you know, thank all you guys for reaching out to me with our little technical difficulties I think I got everything um, right. We're still on our temp fix right now, but we were recording tonight. And uh, that's it. I'm going to throw things over tonight. Welcome back. It's been a three episode. I've actually been recording some episodes, but or, yeah, since I don't know, I'm mixed up myself. And you, you guys listen to the last three, the whole season of season one of After the Glass Slipper. And tonight, it's uh, season two begins, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, turn you know take my hat podcast host hat off, and turn things over to the narrator. So thanks for listening, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Hello, good evening, everyone. Welcome to After the Glass Slipper, the tale of what happened to Cinderella, her fairy godmother, and her stepmother. After after the uh, famous tale with the uh, pumpkin, and, you know, after the, we cover the events after the glass slipper. That's why it's called after. And I am your host. My name is Agatha. Pleased to meet you. Those of you I have not met, which would be all of you. There was another man. Well, we'll get to all of that. Now you might say, who is this Agatha? Well... I am a, a person involved in this tale. Uh, I will be telling you, I am uh, Cinderella's stepmother. Let's just get that out of the way. Let's put it out there. Now, some people in the past and stories that have been told know that I have been portrayed as an evil, evil woman with a very harsh face. Let's uh, be clear. And how would people think of me? And I'll be straight with you folks that some of that is true. I was not the nicest mother, stepmother, or mother figure to Cinderella as a young girl. And I much preferred my daughters to her. And I treated her a bit like more like a servant and a, a, a you know, so someone to take out my scorn. But that is neither here nor there. We. I am, I have changed, and our relationship has changed. Now, those of you may have listened to the older episodes of After the Glass Slipper, which could be found at uh, the website. I don't know what any of this means. Uh, com slash slipper? Oh, dear. But tonight, 
and for many nights forward I am proud to tell you the tale about after the glass slipper called the last royal. That is what the common folk have become to to um, call the events as they unfolded, and I was there to witness every single one of them. So I will be telling you that tale now, a little orienteering, as we say, although the fisher folk say. Now, you may or may not know, so Cinderella, the long and the short of it is, she was a girl that worked for me. We don't need, you know, the back story, her father and I. And I called her the Cinder Girl. I made her sleep in the uh, the ashes a few times. And many, many times I was mean to her. And then she ended up having this fairy godmother who came and made her a princess, helped her to fulfill her destiny to be so much better. And But then I said to myself, okay, if Cinderella's gone, she's a very powerful, powerful woman now as princess added a throne. I had these two daughters who were of age, and I got I married them off. And then I was like, I'll try to get back in Cinderella's good graces. I was so sorry for the way I treated her, and I did all this work to get into her good graces. And a lot of good it did me now. I, I She had this stepmother who was a fairy, and I got mixed up with her, and there was all sorts of things... And then the men, the king and the queen, something happened to them. Now, a lot of these common tales, they, I can't remember at all the history, but they were defenestrated, I believe. And their, their son, he was a bum. And the, it turns out me and the fairy godmother had the same plan, which was to help Cinderella be safe and not have to marry this man who was not very good. And then there was a hero arose named Roland. Well, and I, I, I well, I, we all played our parts, and we had did what needed to be done, as Penelope, the fairy godmother, taught me. You know, do what's right sometimes. It's not that hard. And so we all helped Cinderella vanquish many foes, a wizard, and creatures from the fairy. Now, there was a lot of destruction from this wizard pile, and the king was gone, and Roland sacrificed himself and saved us all, and Cinderella saved us all, and I helped a bit, and so did um, Penelope. And then we got rid of the monsters, but there was a lot of... The fairyland was gone. It's no longer accessible because of it. it's behind this mosaic wall of magic. And then all the fairies had to come to our kingdom. And that is where the commoner's tale has left off, and I'm here to tell you what happened next. Well, what happened next was that Cinderella became a queen. She was coronated as queen, and she became a fair. She was married to that king. I forgot his name. I want to say Lord Larry of Ladyburg, but that was another king played by Roland as he was our hero. Well, maybe that was my idea, but... So they, uh, Prince Cinderella became queen, and, and she said, we're going to all work together. And she is so lovely and poised. She has excellent posture. Now, I cannot claim any of this. She has done it on her own. But she became a shining beacon, and she had the fairies 
living with humans and rebuilding our city and rebuilding the commerce and rebuilding the people, believing in a queen, working for a common good, and not just for the king and the queen to have stuff like fancy soaps and rich stuff. Though we do live in the castle, but we do have, you know, we take people in, we've built things, we've built lives, she built a library, and I've been at her side every time. And I have to say to you, as you listen, Cinderella is the most wonderful queen, and I, a part of me is so jealous because I cannot claim that I raised her well. Her father was a good man. He loved a cold woman, he said to me. He said, even your feet are cold. And the way you look at me makes me feel like I'm being robbed. And I laughed and I said, oh, but that's a whole nother relationship. But I cannot claim to be the one with Cinderella. But she is a, a leader. She is fair, but she is hard for lawbreakers are punished fairly harshly but not overly harshly so all you could say was what wonderful wonderful in our land fairies and humans living side by side the fairies had small power left but only to to power to help and they became healers and they became you know crafters and and they worked side by side with other people and everyone loved Cinderella. There was very little talk except for rabble rousers and jerk faces about all oh, Cinderella. And I, as Cinderella's, you know, advisor, myself and Penelope, I would track these people down and and say to this, for a time we had sand horse soldiers. Now that all went awry. Oh, another story about my, my bow. And how that went. But anyway, they were enforcing the laws. And that was fine. That part. They loved Cinderella as well. But she could, they could not capture her heart. Many a men tried. and many, But that's not important either. So where was I? I was saying, so the fairies were happy. The people were happy. Everyone was productive and working. And made to feel a part of something. Helping each other. Helping the kingdom. Helping grow. And then we had fun things to do, many festivals and performances and art and singing and fools. Oh, the fools and the, the jesters of Cinderella had a college of fools. And, and it was wonderful, of course. This would not, wouldn't, you're saying to yourself, now why is Agatha telling us a story if all is well? And if I know how you common folk think, and I, and I am a common folk, I am merely the stepmother of the queen, which is a blood, no blood, uh, official. Officially, I do work for the queen. Anyway, I know your first instinct is she's telling us this tale because she double-crossed sweet Cinderella and she's trying to spin it or something and she's covering up and saying changing history and now she's queen and she's gone too far. We know this tale. We've heard it before of evil, you know, women with tight faces. I know how you people talk about me, and that's fine. But no, 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 that is not what happened. I did not. Now, I'm an honest woman. I have thought about, well, would I cross Cinderella? But it is pointless crossing Cinderella. 
So then you think, oh, maybe she's going to figure out a way to take credit for all being well. And she's just, you know, setting us up. And then she's going to tell a tale of, well, let's back up and remember when I did this and I did that. Well, that is not what I'm here for either, folks. I'm here to tell you a tale, yes, but tell you a historical tale of what did happen before all was well and all was wonderful. And there was not a, well, there was clouds on the, we get a strange microclimate where there are all these clouds that sit on the horizon sometimes, but they blow through against against the hills and the rain will come in the rain, but it was a for all was well in the kingdom, and as I said, each house had a fairy, which was probably Cinderella's most brilliant plan. Almost every family had a fairy living with them, if they could, and fairies would work with the family. They would heal the family and their neighbors, and everyone became close. And the fairies, they would teach the children board games. They would teach the parents role play or for conflict resolution, or sexual pleasure, or both. And they they would spend time with the pets, and they taught the people for our love of nature, of butterflies, and ants, and even spiders with their many beautiful eyes, even I, Agatha, who was once called Spider-Face by a man who accidentally fell down a well, but that was before uh, before Cinderella was queen. But oh, the the love of... It was so strange, and I thought, oh, Cinderella's such a young queen, will she take a husband? What, 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 that was the biggest debate. Oh, what was Cinderella where? Who, when each person wanted to spend time... Oh, so, so good. And each day, Penelope and I would work with Cinderella, and she would say, well, what do you think of this... But of course, let's get to the this the reason I'm telling you this tale is because something did happen, of course, and it was started so slowly we barely noticed it because it started slowly. Of course, you know, if it started quickly, you wouldn't notice it until it happened. So I guess it doesn't matter if it would be the fairies, fairy, as a way, it doesn't matter. They all got, grew ill, and with each passing day, they at first it was like, oh, there's some fairy. We've never seen you sick before. Can you heal that cough on that uh, that fairy fairy man? And they'd say, well, it's odd. He's, he's just coughing, and it's, a, it's probably some, you know, adjusting to your lands, environmental factors, and then a, a cough went to a runny nose, and it started to spread, and then people said, "Oh, Jesus, uh, fairies are with the runny noses and the sneezing, a bit distracting." But we love our fairies so. And then, and then it was the cough became more of a hacking, hacking cough, and people said, "Well, it's a little tough to sleep at night with that hacking, coughing fairy, but she's so delightful with the children, and she makes these things called scones, and we eat them for breakfast." Oh, oh, I. Oh, she's coughing now. You hear that, and and then we, we it became where they were more tired. Uh, the fairies they they are a, a restful folk anyway. They like to have a leisure time in the morning and a leisure time in the 
afternoon and they go to bed and they sleep ten hours. But then they became more, they slept eleven and twelve hours. And they said, Fairy, are you going to watch the children? It's time for me and my my darling to have our role play. I will be, actually, we are going to do a fairy role play where I am a fairy. And she, well, anyway, you don't need to, can you watch the children, please? And, oh, I cannot get out of bed. And the fairies, they've stayed in bed and there's more and more time in bed. And even Penelope and Cinderella, she not only had to watch it in, around her people and say, Cinderella, I'm so, the people loved the fairies. I'm making a story of it. But it was like, oh, dear, she's so ill, Cinderella. Was she? And Penelope was ill the whole time right there. And Cinderella and I would bring her broths and teas and crumpets and spiders to play with and flowers to sniff and nothing worked. And Cinderella called across the kingdom, which our kingdom is not huge, mind you, and it was we had all that trouble with the wizards. We called alchemists. We called, uh, you know, the people that read all those books. I don't know what they're called. Uh, the book book people, the learned. We, we stopped people going through town. You say, ever hear of this... Where people sick and then most of the travelers never even heard of fairies, not a lot. Especially a town full of fairies, they wouldn't buy. They say, you folks are strange here with your belief systems. You got a bunch of sick people, they're not fairies, they're old people. You know? They would be like that. And we we searched for why we called the Sen people. And then I even apologized for the slap on his face, my, my ex-beau. And they said, we don't have anything to help you. And we tried making things. And that's what I enjoyed. I would mix up sand with bitter herbs. i say, uh, Agatha, uh, Penelope, try this. And she'd spit it out and cough. And I'd say, okay, well, that didn't work. Let's try it with some... Have you ever had snails before? And I, I felt like a little girl crushing up things and mixing it in 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 stirring and then feeding it in but nothing worked and we had actually people that knew what they were doing as well i was just hoping to strike on something by accident but and nothing would work and and as things got worse and worse one day one day Cinderella said what what should we do agatha we've tried almost everything and i said well i will go to the inn where my uh, daughter's husband lives with her husband, and I will quiz every person personally that's travelers and and people that they hang about in the inn and in the, in the bar part, the pub. And I will keep an eye. But Cinderella, we have, uh, we could call in the different religion, the people that praise the gods. And you, you know, you have the separation of religions from the kings and the queens, but could call them in and see. And Cinderella tried that, and they said, well, it was, uh, will be done, as a lot of them said. And they said, these fairies, they serve a harsher god. And it, was, uh, it became a bit of confusing. And Cinderella said, well, we just have to have one thing I know from speaking with these people is to have faith. And I know, Agatha, you will you will not let me down and poor Penelope. And, and part of me, uh, Penelope and I, we have a... We're, interesting relationship with her soft features and her her very 
she's able to listen to people and say, oh, isn't that interesting? And and I even try it being like I'm watching it, but it says, I don't, my mind says, I don't really care what you're saying, you fool. And then sometimes I would say it, but sometimes I would just think and i say, oh, so I, it was hard with Penelope. She's so much different. But even when she fell sick, I felt in myself, oh, dear, is this contagious? Because I, Cinderella, wow, what do do? You know, I know she's sick in there, but have we seen any human cases of this jumping species? Because, uh, well, you know, when she said, "Oh, Agatha, you, 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 ye of, of, uh, of worry, uh, you, you," and I said, "Well, no, really, like we're, you know, uh, I've heard about this hand washing. Could we wash our hands when we deal with this Penelope and maybe burn her, burn her sheets?" Burn her room, possibly, if we, you know. Oh, she said, oh, don't worry. But she said, I have faith in you that you will find a solution. And then a, a rumor blew into town on the breath of a tinker, a tinker that had traveled the world. And to be honest, it's, it's very difficult travel much beyond our kingdom. We have very fertile lands and then the, the many mountain passes and and it's just why go far away? We've heard things, and 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 you know the purges of the kings. People stay close to home, and we've been a kingdom as far as I've known. I mean, I've tried to stay in my business. I said, well, I got the Cinderella. Yeah, she's a, been a hassle. That was back in the anyway. So this Tinker, he said, I've traveled far and wide, and I said, well, okay, well, why don't you be my guest at the inn for a few nights? I will buy you ales, I will buy you dinner, and, you know, well, my son-in-law will, because I I don't pay, but, you know, you will be my guest. And he said, well, Agatha, the uh, big of a country farmer competitions and ours, I said, quiet, fool. And that time I said it and paused it. I said, this tinker holds the, the you know, Cinderella is hurting, you know, and and I need to... I need to make things well, okay? So I got to find out from the, And I said to this tinker, tell me what you know about fairies. And he said, oh, well. And he said, those are the little winged things and they live in flat. I said, those are pixies. Yeah, and those are made up. And he said, fairies, they fly on bro I said, no, 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 that's a witch. And he said, well, those are the ones with the... Uh, Oh, you mean the lovely, I've heard of these fairies, they're lovely, they're kind, they're motherly. He's like, they will, they hold you and they bring you bread and warm wine and uh, slippers and they help you when you, you have a dream that's been broken. They say, let me fix it for you and then make it happen. Yes, I've heard of these fairies, such a dream. A dream, and I said, "Okay, that sounds like a fairy to me. You, that you're, you, you've heard of these fairies before, but have you ever, you, have you ever heard of a fairy in a kingdom?" And he said, "Only one." He said, "There is this kingdom, oh, many, many months from here. He is, it is the greatest kingdom of all." And I said, "What's it called?" He said, "Oh, it's uh, I don't, I can't think." Of, he said, "I'm making a point." He said, it's this great kingdom. It had this wonderful king and queen. And then the son, you know, he goes, I, 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 there was some suspicion about, but the son became king. And he was even more 
Uh, you know, better than his father, a fair king, a handsome king, many things. They say this is the greatest kingdom in the world and the greatest king. And I said, well, okay, what, what, enough about the kingdom. What about the, the fairy? And he said, well, they, they say this king has, is so kind that one man's heart could not possibly hold the love he has for his kingdom. And I've thought to myself angrily, You've never met Cinderella, have you, fool? And, uh, I, but I didn't, I, I think I did say that out loud. And I said, what is with your face? And he said, what's with your face? And I said, okay, now we're even. And I said, this is my face because my hair is so tight. And he said, well, why don't you get a different haircut? I said, I like my hair this way. It's out of the way and it doesn't get in my face or anywhere else. And he said, oh, okay. And I said, right. And then he says, I said, well, tell me about it. So he said, they said this man's heart, it could not be such a love and a caring from a king has never been heard of. And they say he has a fairy grandfather or something, a fairy man who helps him with his loving of the people, who teaches him empathy and uh, empathy. Guys, empathy. I, Cinderella taught me all about it, and compassion. Oh yes, yes. And the, and the fairy helps him help the people, and he's supposed to be a wonderful, kind man. Okay, okay. That sounds like a fairy for sure. Now, does this have, have you ever heard of this fairy being ill? And he said no. And I said, well, that's not the information I was looking for. And I said, tell me more about this kingdom. And he went on and on. You know, he wanted the free food and the free ale. But he told me about this huge, huge city. And they had libraries and many more. A university, a place where you can learn to do things. And it was a very, and the things we have heard of here before, but never in such a grand, grand fashion. He said there was hundreds of thousands of people there. And I, I thanked the man, and I said, you, you know, you still have to tip my uh, brother-in-law. And he said, well, and I said, quiet, Tinker, with your, you know, why do they, with your plates and your, you know, knife sharpening, you have not even worked. And he said, my whetstone is as hard as your face. And I said, oh, it's enough with my, I have feelings, you know. And he said, well, it doesn't seem like you do. And I said, well, good day, or good evening. And then I returned to Sweet Cinderella. And Penelope was uh, was uh, was was resting, and at this point they were up to resting almost all the time and coughing, and we said, "What could come next?" And then when I went to see Cinderella, she was crying. She said, "Well, she's she's sweating profusely," and I said, "I didn't even know they could sweat, just perspire." And Cinderella said, "Well, it's worse than perspiring. It doesn't smell like sweet roses. It smells like bitter, like a." Uh, you know, we imagine dirty dragon's breath smells like. And I said, oh, God, that's what the tinker smelled like a bit. And and I said, oh. and Cinderella said, well, what did you find out from this tinker? And I said, well, I, there may be a fairy in this wonderful. He told me about this kingdom with this handsome king. And Cinderella said, oh, I've heard about that place. Even as a child, we used to dream of traveling to the great city. And I said, it's really far, like months away. So I said, yes, yes, it's beyond the hills and 
through the valleys and into the you know unknown. You know, she said we don't really travel very much. And I said, I know, I know. Well, you know, they purged all the most of the upper class was you know wiped out. They were the travelers, Cinderella. So we don't really have you know generations of people that have traveled to this kingdom, just these tankers to rely on. And she said, well, uh, what, what else did you find out? I said, well, there may be a fairy that works for this king, this young, handsome king, and he's so knowledgeable and kind. And they say he gets his kindness from working with a, a fairy grandfather, a fairy, sorry, a fairy stepfather, grandfather. I think they said grandfather. And, uh, and Cinderella said, did you get a name? I said, no, no, probably some nice name like... Uh, Norbert, I'd say, but I'm not sure about that. You know, Cinderella said, oh, Gilbert. And I said, that's another nice one. You're right, Cinderella. And then we heard Penelope coughing. So we said, okay, well, this is... Cinderella said, well, what else? Tell me about it. And he said, there's so much knowledge in this kingdom. And I think, Cinderella, we should send some people there to investigate. But I don't know if this fairy would be able to help us at all. Cinderella looked at me and a tear rolled down her eye or a cheek or whatever. And I knew she was, she wanted it just like I did, an easy answer. Not one that's many months away and unknown and, and so far. And she said to me, well, I'm, I must go to this kingdom. And I said, what, you, will, you no, we'll send a team, we'll, we'll vet them, we'll, you know, I'll do background checks and follow them home at night to make sure they're not weird. And we will get them and we'll send, the, we'll send a diverse group and we'll be able to cross-check and, you know, their stories, separate them when they return. And they can go, Cinderella, and find out from, you know, and they'll bring us back the knowledge and find us. And Cinderella said, that, I don't know. I know so, I'm so close to Penelope. It is my responsibility, and I will find out the answers. I will solve this. And I said, well, Cinderella, it's just, uh, it just doesn't seem... Uh, she said, I could take one of the, you know, our fastest horses and and have some soldiers with me and and, and, and get there quicker than a, a group of, you know, regular folk. And I said, well, that doesn't really make any sense. She said, well, I have, I have some secrets. And I said, well, you have secret, keep secrets from me. She said, well, just figure it I, I'll figure it out, but I need to go. I said, you can't go, Cinderella. It could be a trap. The tinker could be a, a trapper. There could be many unknown things between here and there. And what if you get there and the, the, the people are anti our city or what if they're different than us and they don't like you? Or what if they like you so much they decide to keep you? Well, what if on the road you trip and hurt your ankle and then you don't have any water? Well, and Cinderella took me. She put her arms around me. She said, oh, Agatha, she said, you have the unique ability to see the worst in people and possibilities. Oh, I've relied on you so to always look at the worst side of things. But I, I must go, for this is not a... a we're not facing an imaginary worst-case scenario here, Agatha. There's real pain here with the fairies and emotional pain with the people who care about the fairies. This is not some future to be feared, but something to be dealt with. And I am queen, and I have brought this kingdom together 
helpful, so I will. I have to act, and I, it will be good for the kingdom to to you know. And I said, oh, big plus the king's a handsome king. Is that in? And she said, well, well, of course I'm a woman, you know. I said, but but that's not it. I need to protect these fairies. I need to to make things right to find a solution. And I know I can. Out of all of our people, I am the best suited to negotiate with another royal, to deal with a fairy, possibly a fairy grandfather, and to navigate the unknown. For what has brought this kingdom together has taught me so many things. I've dealt with so many strange problems with you and Penelope at my side. But all these little situations have prepared me for this. Whatever the road holds, I will get to the kingdom and I will find a cure for the fairies or some kind of answer there. You say they have these learned places and and I will I will get to the bottom of this. And I said to Cinderella, well, that sounds nice. We'll have fun. But what will happen to our kingdom? What, what about the people here? How will we keep them safe? And who will we take Penelope with us? I don't understand, Cinderella. And she said, as I said, your ability to to always, you know, see the, uh, the what could go wrong has made you uniquely suitable for leadership. And she said, you will be the queen in my stead. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. I couldn't possibly lead the people. They hate me. And Cinder said, oh, no, they love you. You say, I'll save them. And I said, well, and, and I hate the people. So I, I really do, Cinderella. I've tried to look at it from their perspective or feel what they're feeling and say, oh, you know, how could I be like Cinderella? Say, oh, well, let me put them in your shoes or let me rule it. How do you say that ruling? the rule of uh, rule of and i say well would i want them to do that to me and i said well if i was acting like an idiot i'd expect to be smacked so oh yes cinderella i i don't think this is a good idea at all what about uh well there's a, no one else good penelope would be uh, she should they would walk all over her and cinderella said to me mother i call you mother and i said wait well, agatha you, you, you'll you do a wonderful job. You've been here at my side as I've led. You've watched me. You've watched me deal with these problems. And yes, you, you're not going to be the queen. So if you rub a few people the wrong way, I will be back in, in some short time. And maybe, just maybe, Agatha, this will, will help you loosen you up being in charge and seeing that not everything could go wrong and that you are capable of dealing with it. It will really, maybe you could let your hair down, really, and your face down, and enjoy things. Maybe not, maybe I've been, believe it or not, I've enjoyed being leader and dealing with these crises, and this is an adventure for me, and maybe it's selfish that I want to go off, but I need to do what's right as queen. And... There is another level to it. If I cannot, if I go to this kingdom and I cannot find a solution, or if something does go wrong, I will need your help if I return. And we have to deal with what we have to deal with. I will need all the leadership I can get. So, you know, and if something happens out there, I know you would be the perfect person to intervene but, you know, the goodwill of the people will come. They, 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 
they will learn to appreciate you for for who you are, just as I do. And that whole business with the the lava ray, they've forgotten all about that. And I said, oh, Cinderella, I, I'm still not sure about this whole thing. And I said to Cinderella, well, when will you go? And she said, as soon as I can. And I said, well, what, 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 what will you say to the people? How would you? What would, and Cinderella said, well, what would you do? Uh, well, how would you do it? And I said, well, I, I think you should just leave and we should, we'll make up a story about, uh, you know, that you, uh, I'll give me a couple days or how long do, could you give me to think of a story? I, I don't know if I should blame someone or make up. It was Cinderella was called to a council. I, 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 could, I could think of something very good, Cinderella. And she laughed and laughed and laughed like a little girl that, that, you know, would have laughed if she had a stepmother that liked to make her laugh. And I said, well, what is so funny, Cinderella? And she said, well, that was how she giggled. She could not stop giggling. And she is so lovely when she laughs. And you might say, oh, Agatha, you are getting so soft. And I say, well, a bit maybe. And uh, she, I said, well, what is so funny, dear? Get to, get, get to the point. I'm starting to get agitated. And she said, well... That is not how I would tell the people that I, she's like, I, that, she's like, that's a lie and a secret. And why, why we, 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 is that the right way you would want to start off building your relationship with the people? Lying to them and keeping things secret and saying, well, Cinderella, deal with it. And she did, she did me, she did an imitation of me, deal with it. And I said, well, well, hmm. And she said, well, how do you think I would deal with it? How would, what do you think I would do? And I said, well, hmm. If I know you, Cinderella, you would call a great gathering of all the people and you would explain to them and you would probably cry and you would say for the love of the people and take care of each other and we will have a great goodbye feast and then you would ride off with the chosen gods and advisors or whatever, you know, magical horse, whatever secret you're keeping from me. And then you, you know, and that would be, and she's like, okay, well, why don't we do that? Then that is a brilliant idea. And I said, well, is that what you were thinking of doing? And she said, well, I like the idea of this feast. What will we have at the feast? And I said, well, the crumpets and, uh, Maybe some sand spider soup that I made and gave to a Penelope it didn't cure her. And so the day came, not that long after our discussion. I just, that was a transition I did. I'm transitioning the story. But we, the day came, not that long, where all the people were gathered in front of the castle. And it was a lovely day. There was a breeze and the bland banners were flapping and Cinderella stood above the people on a stage. Then normally you have the Fool Festival, and then we had the uh, the the uh, the Tumblr Festival. Many performances were on this stage, but in the stage it was just Cinderella and the people. And she's holding them this speech, and she's very good at projecting. But the acoustics, they we built these walls. It was always these high curved walls so you could hear, but also so the sun could shine, but you wouldn't get the sun on the stage. It was a brilliant architecture. I forget that man's name. A brick fell on him, actually. It was, it was sad. 
but he never saw the uh, the full festival. And he was always talking about how much he he, loved, he designed this amble with the I don't know what they called it, but anyway, Cinderella was up there. People were crying, and and they brought some of the fairies, and they were holding them, and holding each other. And, and saying, no, Cinderella, oh, and she was blowing kisses and, uh, and holding hands. And I watched her the whole time. I was watching the way the people were looking at her because I thought for a time all the people looked at her the same. But there was men looking at her with lust in their eyes and men looking at her with, you know, admiration in their eyes and women even the women that had maybe a jealousy. Well, that was me. Or women with, you know, did I say admiration or friendship? Like, oh, this is my friend. I don't know her, but we're friends. Or many different ways of looking at the same woman, but all the eyes were filled with a passion for Cinderella and her, you know, to keep things the homeland safe as she ventured off to save the fairies. And it was all, and she said, keep them well for me, keep them well, let them rest. And it was, and then she called me out and she said, I will lead. And the people even gave me a polite applause. And they said, oh, that's so interesting. And the, the sand rebel, you know, they, they, they bit the tongues. And I said, we will do fine for you, Cinderella. I will work with the people and we will make you proud. And, and I had written so many different ways of saying, well, I'll make you, uh, the people and I, me and the people, all these people, the, those people, uh, these, you know, uh, and I even had uh, the people over here, the people over here. I tried to joke, but I just did it straight like that. And then I stepped back and Cinderella cried and they threw flowers. Now, I was a little embarrassed by the attention and, and a little frightened of how was I going to do without Cinderella? How was I going to lead the people as Cinderella went off to save uh, her people in some sense or some of her people? And yes, what if this was contagious? But uh, I noticed as I stepped back from Cinderella, this man was near the side of the stage watching me. He was a man around my, well... He was a man in his mid mid to late life, and a little bit of a heavier man, and not. Uh, he looked. He did not look like a fairy. He was a bit of a nervous man, with a grin, that said, "Oh, I'm not sure. I'm. I don't know." A man, I usually, you know, I spend a lot of time judging and looking, and I say he was looking at me, grinning, and I said, uh, "Who the heck are you?" And he said, uh, he said, hey, well, he said, well, I'm, he goes, my lady, my leader. And I said, well, what are you looking at? Why are you, why are you about? And he said, he looked at me and he laughed and he said, oh, he said, the eyes of the reluctant leader look on a people and they ponder, how shall I lead and can I lead? And as the sheep go out to the field, they wonder, who leads? Who leads? And I said, "What are you? Are you, are you a poet? Are you? Are you perform? Is there a performance I don't know about? Are you doing like some uh, goodbye poem?" And he laughed again, and he said, "Oh, oh, to lead, oh, to lead the people, oh, to have that look of glorious leader. We adore you. Uh, we, oh, 
is that what you're pining for? And I said, are you, are you speaking? Who, who are you? I asked again. And he said, I am, I'm one of the cliffs. And I said, the cliffs, what is that? And he said, well, we live out on the cliffs, you know, out, out, out on the shore, the river shore cliffs. And I said, okay, I'm familiar. And I was, well, what do you want? He said, well, we, we practice the alchemy of potentiality. And I said, what is that alchemy of potentiality? Was that a, and you're saying, oh, reluctant leader, which, uh, okay, so what is that alchemy? Is that a, are you like those people that are like, oh, we're going to turn this, you know, rock into gold if we just rub it the right way? You're charlatans? Oh, no, man, we are experimenters and thinkers of leadership, and we are here, I'm here on our behalf of the cliffs, to offer you uh, your assistance in leading the people. And I said, well, well, uh, well that's, uh, we, we, I, we, I am the leader. And I said, well, yes, ma'am, we are a team and we would love to work with you and assist you in whatever way we want you to be the best leader you can be. And I said, well, listen, my, my stepdaughter's going off. That's great. Maybe leave, uh, you, you know, one of the gods. I still don't know how you got in here. And, uh, you know, okay. And he said, okay. Well, leader, leader, as our leader, I will say to you. And I said, get out of here, Mita, Mita, Fida. And so the man headed off, and we sat down to a meal of many foods, and we ate slowly and deliberately. As the sun warmed us, because we ate in the garden, which was next to the amphitheater, it was named for the man who, I forget his name, though, it was Bertrand, Bertrand or Bertram, Bertrand Garden, so I, I can't remember. Um, and, and we ate in the sun, and we lounged, and all, most of the fairies were there. The sun was warming them as they rested on pillows, and they were faces you know, because of the warm sun and the fresh breeze, it was like nature was kissing them and saying, no coughs right now, we have the perfect humidity for you. And we all seemed so perfect. And we, you know, our hearts were in denial as we ate and drank and said, oh, Cinderella's not leaving us, I won't be. And that was the evening and the afternoon we enjoyed so, and I'll leave you with that. An image of, 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 of being full and warm and at rest and ease and saying, oh, this is so wonderful and so nice. And I would like to thank you for your time. As I begin to tell you this tale, I've only just begun. So good night from myself, Agatha, and on behalf of Cinderella and Penelope as well, your hostesses. Good evening.